Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. In the Valley of Acor, but I've been very close to it. I've Googled it and I saw it from the, from the, from the satellite, but I've never really seen it in my lifetime. I was in Bethel and I looked down over the areas of where the Valley of Acor lay, which the Valley of Acor actually lay between Bethel and Jericho. It's an approximate 30 mile span, maybe more like 25 across the fields. Is a place that was known as the Valley of Acor. Now on the further end of this, to the east of Bethel, there stood a, another uh, city, which was the city of Ai. And the city of Ai now is what we're talking about, Ai and Jericho, and the valley in between was known as the Valley of Acor. If you look at this Valley of Acor, there's no buildings, there's almost nothing, there's complete desert. There's almost nothing of any greenery or anything like that, of, of that type of nature. And what is so interesting that God says that I will be hope to you in the Valley of Acor. In the Valley of Acor, you will find a life change. In the Valley of Acor, you will find what you're looking for. And there's going to be hope in that valley. What was in that valley? What is so special about that valley? First of all, I would like to not necessarily turn to these scriptures, but I will read, I will speak about it. And if you want to go home and, and read about some of the places that I'm going to mention, it's in Genesis chapter 9, verse 18. It's simply, I will not turn to it, but it simply talks here about Canaan. Who was Canaan? And what was the land of Canaan? You see, the land of Canaan was a cursed place. I think we all understand that. Because Canaan was a descendant of Ham. Ham was a son of Noah. And so, you know the story of what happened with Noah after he came out of the ark? And you know what happened with Ham when he went in and he saw the nakedness of Noah? And the story goes on, and the land was cursed. And in chapter 9, verse 25, it says like this. And he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants, shall it be unto his brethren. We're dealing here with Shem, Ham, and Japheth. We're dealing with Shem and Japheth, and now Ham is the land of Canaan. Also, you'll find in Genesis chapter 10, verse 6, it says, The sons of Ham were Cush, Mizraim, and Phud, and Canaan. You see, Cush, Cush, out of Cush came Nimrod, and that's where the uh, Tower of Babel was built, which was in Iraq, which is south of Baghdad, is the area where this was. Now, in Psalms 105, verse 23, it says, The sons of Ham, I'm sorry, Egypt called the land of Ham, which at that point was known as Mizraim. I walked in Mizraim. I walked in Egypt last year. And I saw the original places of Memphis, the early city, which was a direct uh, this Mizraim name is a direct correlation between that and where we walked. It was the son of Ham. Egypt was ruled by the, if I could call it this way, the Hamites. And the Canaanites went further north, and they ruled what today we know as Israel. That was where they were. And I, I just want you to see this. And then also, the man by the name of Phut, 
which means, actually the city, it was, it was the name of a man, then it came into a city. That is what we call today Libya. So we're talking here about the descendants of Ham, which is specifically speaking about Babylon, it is speaking about Canaan, and it is speaking about Egypt, all right? So in Babylon, we have Iraq. We also have the Moabites. All those, I have names for all those different tribes and all those different countries. But today, we'll basically pick out one. We will talk about the land of Canaan. Now, the land of Canaan was a cursed land. The land of Canaan was not a blessed land. When this was promised to Abraham, in fact, I should maybe, let me see if I have a verse. I don't think. Uh, let me see. No, I will get to it a little bit later, but I will share a little bit what really happened that the children of Israel, what, what happened? Uh, Abraham, and I have all these lineage traces, and I know it's, it's interesting to me, tremendously interesting to me, how that Sarah came and Sarah merged, if I could say it that way, by way of uh, marriage to Abraham, and how that both of them came from both stems, which would be one from Shem and the other one from Japheth. And here they come, both of them come at, to battle against the land of Canaan, which was the land of Ham, which is the land of Egypt, which is the land of Libya, which is the land of Moab, which is the land of, and it just goes on and on, Iraq. But you find that in Iraq, today in Iraq, south of Babylon, God spoke to a man that came not from Ham, but he came from Shem. His name was Abram. And he said, Abram, I want you to leave your country. And I'll, as you leave, I will show you where you go. And from there he went up to Syria. And from Syria, he came back down and he walked through Israel, to what we know as Israel today, which was Canaan. And he came to a place in Canaan, it says, in a valley. He came to this one valley, and there God spoke to him, and he said like this in this valley, he said, I will give you this land. This land will belong to you. I will give you Canaan. I will give you this land. I will bless you with it, and so forth. But I will stop there, and I will get, get back and visit with you later on this. And I want you to hear this. This is very important. Now I turn to Hosea. Shortcut, go to Hosea, chapter 2, verse 14. Therefore, behold, I will allure her and bring her into the wilderness and speak comfortably unto her. Who is her? Her is Israel. He's speaking about Israel. He's saying this in Hosea. He will take Israel and bring it into the valley of Achor. And there he will speak comfortably or speak comfort to her. And who was her? It was Israel. What did Israel do that she needed comfort? She turned to the Baal gods, and she was worshiping Baal gods, and she was intermarrying with the Hamites, with the uh, Jebusites, with the, the, the roots of Ham. They were there was intermarriage going on, and God was looking at this, and he says, you sad people, you've lost what I have commissioned you for. I've put you in this world for another reason. Now you've mingled yourself and you've lost sight of me. You've lost sight of who I am. And you've turned to other things so that you can find peace and so you can find life. And he challenged them and he told them, I'm going to bring you into Valley of Achor. And there I'm going to speak comfortably with you. And I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to draw you to me. 
In verse 15 it says, And I will give her vineyards from thence, and the valley of Achor for a door of hope. And she shall sing there as in the days of her youth, and as in the day when she came up out of the land of Egypt. He will allure his people. He said, I will take you in this. This morning, Brother Steve mentioned the word Becca. In fact, that's found in Psalms. I have it. I'll be reading about it a little bit later. Becca. The word Becca means acorn. The word Becca, it's the same word. It's the same valley. It's the valley of Becca, the valley of Achor, the same one and same place. And it means the place of trouble. He said, Israel, I'm going to bring you into a land of trouble. And you're going to have a lot of problems. I'm going to bring you in the face of huge problems. But in this face of huge problems, where everything is going wrong around you, I'm going to speak comfortably. And I'm going to allure you to me. I'm going to say, listen, this is what I've been trying to tell you. This is what I've been trying to show you. There is a better way. There's a way that I have provided. You are in the land of Canaan. And there's enemies here. And I've called you to come into this land because it is yours. But it's full of enemies. And Israel, you're one of them. You cannot even overcome. You've mingled. You've lain down your guards. You've became one as the enemies. But I'm going to bring you in a land of trouble. I'll be bring you in the face of problems, into a valley where there's a lot of issues. I'll bring you in that valley. How many times have I heard people have told me like this, that I've been going through a deep valley? That's the valley of Achor. A deep, harsh valley where God is going to allure you and he say, listen, I know it's rough for you. I know it's hard. I know you're going through a real deep time, but you've got issues in your life and I want to take them out of you. And it's in this valley where you start being open to who you are. It's in this valley of torment, in this valley of trouble, in this valley where things are so rough and so hard and so lonely and so difficult where only God can start drawing you. And he'll say, listen, come. Now, you, some of you might say like this, I, I just don't know if I, I like what you're saying. I believe every last one of you have been drawn to Christ in the valley. In a time of trouble, in a time of torment, in a, in a time of loss, in a time when you were on your way to hell, when you saw eternity in front of you and you saw you were not prepared for that place, you saw that your life is all messed up and you're going wrong. It was a valley. It was the valley of Achor. In this miserable mess, in this miserable torment, God is trying to allure you and say, this is the way to get saved. This is where you can walk. This is the valley of Achor. Now you look at this. I come to a landmark. And you're going to see it up here. Displayed up here. When I speak of the valley of Achor. I want to take a look at what happened. So let's walk to the valley of Achor. Achor where God said. I will open a door of hope. Where you can pass from one point into another point. And this is what it will say on that sign. It's a historic, historic marker. On this landmark, it says 1249 B.C. Achan, son of Karma, of the tribe of Judah, stoned. There's the pile. The cause? He transgressed the covenant of God. What did he do? He stole items. What did he steal? Babylonish garment, gold, and silver. What else? The accursed thing from the battle of Jericho and angered God against Israel. 
As a result, 3,000 men were defeated, 36 dead. Israel lost the name of the power of God. Buried here where this sign is stuck, underneath this pile, this huge pile, buried under this pile of, or, or stone pile is Achan, his wife, and his sweet little children, and all his possessions. And then it was burnt with fire. Now God says like this, Israel, I will take to you to this pile of stones for a door of hope. Where Achan sat one day being filthy guilty and the stones started flying and the stones and can you hear the cries of the children? Dad, what have we done? His wife, Achan, what did you do? All his animals and everything had to die under that pile. And God said later on, Israel, I'll take you in front of that sign, right where that sign is, and I'm going to open hope to you. What in the world are you thinking, God? That when I look at that sign, when I look at the valley of Achor, and I see that sign, I see no hope. This is what you think of when you think of the valley of Achor. You think it's a place of trouble. It's a place of severe testing. It's a place of death to the old man. It's a place of death to your old thinking, to your ways, to your conniving, to your craftiness, to your way of outsmarting God, to your way of somehow you get into a corner, but your smartness can get you out of that corner and you'll still be able to maneuver and finagle around it, and you'll still be a Jacob. It was within view where Jacob was at Bethel. Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.